today and next Sunday. Um, I've been praying about it, and God told me to last last month to teach on what I'm going to teach on today. And uh, title of my series for today and next Sunday is "Fear Not." Everybody say, "Fear Not." So that's the title of my series. Um, but but I just wanna I just wanna talk for a minute as I as I get into this. I just have a few verses that we're gonna read, but I have just a, a couple things that I want to say. Um, and I, and I'm I'm telling you this from my perspective. Um, I'm gonna give you this statistic here. Some of you may remember this, and some of you may not. But in 2009. There was a flu that hit the planet. Anybody remember H1N1? It was the swine flu. And um, around the world, there were 575,000 deaths. How many remember that? There were a lot of deaths. In the United States, there were 12,000 deaths because of the H1N1 flu. Um, that f- none of the things that you see happening at the moment around our country and around the world, none of those things really went on during the H1N1, and yet many people had it and many people died as a result of it. And one, one of the main reasons is that it wasn't media-driven. Is one of the main reasons. Everybody say, thank God for the media. Amen. But it wasn't media-driven, and so, because it wasn't everywhere you looked, it wasn't as fear-driven as what is out there at the moment. I'm telling you right now that fear drives panic. It drives it. And fear is a huge moneymaker. Fear is. For people on planet earth and people know that now i said all that just to say to you that there have been situations similar to what we see out here today um, that have come and gone and um, it doesn't change the word it doesn't ever change the word along with that because life isn't just about you Life isn't just about you. Well, I don't give a crud about any of that kind of stuff. You know, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Well, I'm sorry, but you really can't do that and be effective. And so we've got a president that in a moment we're going to pray because he declared today as a national day of prayer. Our president did. And what our president said was that we're going to agree in prayer and we're going to win this battle. That's what the President of the United States said. And so we're in agreement with the President of the United States. Our governor, Governor Abbott, gave some direction. We, we you know, if he hadn't said what he did about, he, he, he asked that, he didn't demand, but he asked that if you have groups of people meeting, not to meet in groups larger than 500 people. Well, there's not 500 people here today. And so we're meeting, uh, our church is 
clean. It's been Lysoled and Lysoled over, and there's hand sanitizers and wipes and stuff around. And so we're just doing what people say, but we're not doing it out of fear. We're, we're not in fear. And I, and I want to say this, because God spoke this to me, and he told me to tell you this. I'm not praying one extra prayer. I'm believing in a greater way what I pray. Because there's no panic when you're safe in Him. And the world needs to see panic-free people. The world needs to see people that are not in fear. We're going to be responsible, we're going to be smart about what we do, but we're not going to be in fear. Amen? God, you, you, everything that you've heard preached in this house has brought you to today to now walk by faith through what you face. Not in fear, but in faith. We will continue to trust God, but we will just trust Him as we've been trusting Him, and we're going to get better at trusting Him. Can you say amen to that? That's what I'm getting better at, believing the Word and trusting in what the Word of God says. What I just said about the tithe. I know that every single time. Anything that ever has ever hit my family, hit me, my wife, my marriage, anything that's ever come out, no, no, the devourer is rebuked. He's, he was rebuked all those other times. He's rebuked today. He'll be rebuked tomorrow. He'll be, re be rebuked down the, down the road because sickness and disease of any kind is not of God. Not of God. But just remember, it's not just about you. And so we have to consider other people. Today, um, Fabian always opens the door for me when I come in, in the back room. And, and, and uh, he opened the door today and he always shakes my hand. Today, boom. We fist pumped together. You know, it wasn't like, no, we just pumped. Why? Because we don't need to shake hands, Right? Uh, we, 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 you can come up and say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, whatever, okay? I, I mean, if, you, if you're good with shaking hands, shake hands, whatever. I mean, do, do what you want to, but not like making somebody else feel bad because they're not. Yeah. Don't do that. We don't need to do that. Just walk by faith. Be smart. Be responsible. Do what you need to do. God takes care of the rest. Can you say amen to that? He always takes care of the rest for us. Amen? So when I say I'm not praying another prayer, I'm not praying some prayer out of desperation. I have a daily routine that I declare. I, I'm strong in it, and I'm getting stronger in what I believe from the Word of God. What we need to do is believe. That's what we need. It's not how much we pray or we do. It's what we really believe about God. Amen. So... Um, I don't think I gave you this, but uh, in, in a minute, I, I want to pray uh, out of Colossians 1 from verse 19 through verse 14. Could you get that up on the screen for me? Colossians 1 uh, and verse 9. I'm not, I'm not ready yet, but I'm just giving you a moment to get that up for me. Because I want to, out, out of direction uh, from our president in, in encouraging this country... And everybody today, Christians, whoever, to pray and, and to believe that, that God is seeing us through what, what there is. And, 
Everybody look at me. I want you to make sure you hear what I say when I say this, okay? President Trump has helped, you know, the, he, all of his team and all the, all the medical people around the, are in this country and around the world have worked at getting test kits, you know, for this disease. So, so listen to me. Easy access to those test kits are coming out today, starting this coming week. So do not be surprised if there's a major increase of people that have contracted this virus. Do not be surprised. Do not be moved. Okay? Because there's going to be a lot of people tested over the next week or two and just do not get freaked over the fact that there's, that there, I'm just telling you right now, there's going to be a whole lot more cases. I'm not saying that in a negative way. That doesn't, that doesn't refute what we're speaking and declaring over the nation. I'm just saying there's going to be. Don't be freaked out about it. Because God has this, and even though there may be a spike in it, as I'm saying, there'll come a time that it goes this way. Amen. There's coming a day where it's going down. And, and, and there is answers for all this. Just don't be freaked out. I'm just saying, do not be moved. And I'm going to give you scripture on it today. Can you say amen? So this is what we're praying today. Colossians 1, starting with verse 9. This is what Paul prayed. So if you would, everybody just stand with me as we pray this, as, as you're in agreement. I'm going to speak it. And I want you to be in agreement with me concerning this. So just follow along in some of the words that I'll use may be a little bit different because I've, I've altered this prayer somewhat. Paul said, for this reason we also, since the day we heard of it, I do not cease to pray for you, for us, for this nation, and for the planet. <clears throat> and ask that we be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That we walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to God, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to His glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy. Everybody say, with joy. Everybody say, I'm full of joy in the name of Jesus. Why? The joy of the Lord is my strength, and I'm full of that joy. In the name of Jesus. That's our prayer. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. For He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Every sickness. Every disease. Anything with a name. The name of Jesus is above that name. We declare it over this house. Over this city. This county. This state. This nation. And the planet. Glory to God. He's already done that for all of humanity. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. We have redemption through His blood, which is the forgiveness of our sins. Through His blood, we've been forgiven. Through His blood, we've been healed and delivered. Through His blood, we're on top and we're not underneath. Through His blood, we live in a safe place today. Father, we thank You for it. 
We give you the honor, the glory. We're in agreement with our president today. We're in agreement with the head of the church, Jesus Christ. We're in agreement today throughout this nation that your word is working and that your word is medicine to all of our flesh. We give you glory. We give you praise. And everybody said amen. And amen and amen. Come on, give God praise. Woo! Glory to God in the highest. Amen? You can be seated. Amen. Thank God for a president that would declare this as National Day of Prayer. Amen? Thank God for that. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so with this, with all that is driven by the media out there and that you have in your face 24-7 if you, if you choose to listen to it. I just, I mean, I listen to enough that I'm just informed, <clears throat> but I stay informed with the Word. Amen? I stay informed with the information from God. Stay, you got to stay informed, but just don't over, I mean, just, just man, protect your mind. Protect your, your emotions from all of the attack and all the, the stuff. I'm not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying to take this lightly in any way, shape, or form. But first and foremost, we have to focus on God. Can you say amen? He's, he's, he's our answer. So I'm just giving you a few verses of Scripture, and <clears throat> I want you to remember this. I'm going to read this in three translations. It's 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. The Amplified says it like this, verse 7 in the Amplified. For we walk by faith, we regulate our lives and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief. Respecting man's relationship to God and, and divine things, we trust and holy we, we trust and holy fervor, thus we walk, not by sight or by appearance. We don't walk by what we see or way things appear to be. Not by appearance, not the way things appear to be. Because the way things appear to be are subject to change based on what God says is so. And I want to read this verse six through eight. I want to read in the message Bible. Starting with verse 6, 2 Corinthians 5. That's why we live in such good cheer. You won't see us drooping our heads or dragging our feet. Cramped conditions here don't get us down. They only remind us of the spacious living conditions that are ahead for us. Hmm. So no matter what happens here, it's nothing like it's going to be where we're going, but we can live in that place here on earth. Right. It's what we trust in, but don't yet see that keeps us going. Do you suppose a few ruts in the road or rocks in the path are going to stop us? What's the answer to that? Absolutely not. A virus here or there or whatever? I'm not making light of it. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not making light of it. I'm just saying, just like the statistics I gave you about the H1N1, okay? There was nothing shut down. Maybe it should have been. Maybe this is a better process or whatever. So we're not being negative and being critical about anything that's going on. I'm just saying 
God has your back. Amen? And your trust has to first and foremost be in God and then do everything that you're required to do. Amen? He said, when the time comes, we'll be plenty ready to exchange exile for homecoming. (laughs) Why? Because we walk by faith and not by what we see. Can you say amen? Amen. So remember that in all that we're doing. In Psalm 34 and verse 1, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from all of my fears. Amen? He delivered me from every fear. So, the lesson to be learned in this passage of Scripture is to, you know, respect your surroundings. I'll say it again. Respect your surroundings. Be responsible and be honorable. But do not allow yourself to make decisions from fear. Fear decisions will cramp your life and it will affect Everybody around you when you make decisions based on fear. The Bible doesn't say that fear doesn't come. Because anybody that's listening to any information out there today, fear attacks your mind. The Bible doesn't say fear doesn't come. But when it comes, we have a responsibility, if we have revelation of God's word, to shut the fear thoughts down By not being moved by what you see, but moved by what God says. And God said, fear not. God's command throughout Scripture is to fear not. And in this passage right here in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Have we taught you that here? Have we taught you to focus and continually on a daily basis, bless the Lord with everything that is in you. Constantly and continuously reminding God of His promises. He wants us to put Him in remembrance like He wants us to put Him in remembrance of His promises like He forgot them. But He didn't. So when it looks like something has come at you or come against your life and it looks like God forgot His promise... He wants you to remind him of his promise, put him in remembrance because he's faithful to his word and I promise you, he didn't forget. But there's usually something that needs to be worked out in you. Usually there's something in you that is not believing and you need to come to him. You need to be focused on him and not everything that you see. Why? Because we walk by faith and not by what we see. That's what the word says. Can you say amen to that? So I want to read a story to you, and I want to make this point today. 
And it's, I've made this point many times. Last year, you heard me read this passage many times. And we talked about this and what the real strategy of the enemy is. I've told you, I've used this statement here just lately, that, that every strategy of the enemy, we believe, is spoiled, has no right to prevail. Every strategy of the enemy is shut down and will not prevail. Every strategy. Can you say amen to that? And I've told you since the first of the year I've made this declaration. That God makes a way when it seems like there's no way. Right? And, and the way, that way that is already made, he's already made a way where it seems like there's not a way. And there's a plethora of scriptures that we've shared with that. But I'm going to make this point. What stands in the way is what seems right. There's a way, there's, there's a, the, uh, Proverbs uh, 16 and 14 both says, there's a way that seems right, but the end is destruction. But there, there's a way that is right that God's already established, that in the natural it'll seem like there's no way, but he's already made the way. So I just apply it to this whole situation right here. What's the key? To remove the seeming stuff. That's bad English, but you get what I'm saying, right? Get rid of the, well, you know, maybe, no, no, there's no maybe in God. I'm telling you today, God has already made a way for you. He's made a way for us. He's made a way for this city, for this nation, for the planet. He's already made a way. And what is that way? It's the blood of Jesus. It's what Jesus accomplished. It's the way. Everybody say, it's the way. The, the Bible says he's the way, the truth, and the light. Right? And when you come to him and you experience that, there's no fear. And, the, and there, there, there's, no, there's no doubt when you, when you have that relationship with him, there's no doubt that he won't come through. There's doubt and fears that come to your head, but you don't have to give in to that. That's the whole battle and process. That's what has to be removed. So the point I'm going to make out of this story I'm going to read, I believe is very important because you have to see it. It's found in Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, within, when, now when they had left the multitude, they took him along into the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him, and a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling but he was but but he was in the stern asleep on a pillow and they woke him and said to him teacher do you not care that we are perishing do you not care that we're fixing to die do you not care that we're about to be taken out do you not care? Who'd they say that to? The head of the church. Jesus Christ, sitting at the right hand of the Father in all authority, dominion, and power, they said, do you not care that we're about to die? Come back to that in a minute. He arose... He rebuked the wind and said to the sea. Now, 
When was this? This was on the other side of the cross. He hadn't come yet. So other than a few miracles that his disciples did because he gave them a little bit of authority, only place where there were miracles or manifestations were through his life because it was on that side of the cross. Right? Correct? Okay. He rose, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Why are you so full of fear? And how is it that there's no faith in operation? I've been preaching the word to you, I've been ministering, but why are you full of fear? Now, I'm going to read it like this. Not the whole thing, but just a little bit down. So, right here where it says a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat, I'm going to change the wording just a little bit. And a great virus arose. And it attacked their area. So that there were already people that had taken tests and been diagnosed. And Jesus had heard about it. He had seen it. He was asleep on a pillow. Teacher, do you not care that this virus is fixing to take us out? Do you not care? His response was, why are you so full of fear? How is it that you have no faith? What were they afraid of? They're afraid of dying. What's the fear of this pandemic around the, the planet? The fear is you're going to catch the virus and you're going to die Jesus how is it that you don't care that we're fixing to die from heaven megahorn why are you so full of fear how is it that you have no faith I'm not making light of that I'm saying I'm just replacing that with what we're up against right here I'm not making light of it at all. Listen to me. It's no different today than it was then. And now, now, where Jesus spoke to the wind and it stopped immediately and nobody died, now, who is Jesus in the earth? You and I. You're born again. And to be Jesus in the earth, we have to believe. Right? We've been, you've been sitting here for very long. You've been hearing the word preached. And the word isn't just being preached because we're trying to figure out something to fill in a Sunday morning. The word is being preached because it's life. Because when anything comes against you, and you have faith in God's word, listen, Proverbs 3 says that the word of God being spoken and believed in 
is medicine to all your flesh. I take the Word of God daily, all the time. I take other things. I take vitamin A, vitamin D. I take a lot of vitamin C. During this time and things that are going on, I, I, I'm just telling you, I'm not a doctor, I'm just telling you, okay? From healthcare professionals that I know and that I talk to and deal with, take an overload of vitamin C. Just, just fill your body with vitamin C and a lot of alkaline, a lot of water. When you have a high level of alkaline and you have a lot of vitamin C in your body, anything just in the natural that comes against your body, it dies. Well, if the natural stuff will work, and you may have other things that you take and do, just do whatever. But if the natural stuff works, does the spiritual work? Huh? If, I, if, I'm, if I'm declaring daily, Father, I just thank you today. I have the mind of Christ. I'm strong in body. Father, I thank you that every organ, every tissue, every cell of my body is healed and healthy. There's no malfunction in my body. I declare that your word is true, that by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm set free. Sickness and disease, no bacteria, no bad bacteria, no, no viruses, no infections have any right to attach themselves to my body. I mean, I'm just saying, you should have been saying these kind of things already, but if you're not, just start today. You know, not out of desperation. I'll just tell you, you're not believing God. Your faith is not in God. Do all the natural things also, you know, and do them well. Do the natural things well. I do the natural things well. I take a lot of things, a lot of natural vitamins. I do them on purpose. I've done it for years. And it builds my immune system, be able to ward off anything that comes my way. Well, it's already built up. Well, I'm still doing it, and I'm doing a little bit more even right now, but not much more because I was already doing it. But how much more? Bodily exercise and taking care of the body like that, the Bible says profits a little bit. But godliness and God's word and his, the truth to his word profits immensely. But we have to believe it. And I'm just telling you today, the way Jesus rebuked that, you and I now are his mouth. And what we declare is what he says is so. If he says sickness and disease has no right in my body, your body, or anybody else's, then I have the right to declare that the way he commanded the wind to stop, I have the, the ability and the authority to command sickness and disease to drop dead. Have no authority to prevail. Will not attach itself to my body. Anything that's in there that is not right, it's leaving, it's being rooted out of my body. I'm just saying, you have to get your wording correct. And then you have to believe in what you say is going to come to pass. It's not just saying it. But if you don't start saying it, you'll never believe it. I'm going to say that again. Hear what I said. It's not just saying it that works. But if you don't start saying it and develop a daily routine of it, you're not going to believe in it. Are you hearing me? So you're hearing me say how important it is to take care of your body, how to take good things, eat right, do those kind of things. You're hearing me say that that's important. But that's not most important. Hmm? I mean, you can eat pine cones and choke on a pine cone and die. Huh? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you, 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 you can eat just a bunch of grass and choke on a piece of grass. 
but you'll never choke on the word. The word will never take you out. The word will always see you through. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away. God, today, I am so grateful for the revelation of God's word that I have today. But more than anything, I want to see you believing the word and trusting in the word, not out of fear, but knowing that what God has promised, he's able to perform. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> so, the fear of death is what has been swallowed up in the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. The fear of death is swallowed up in that. We will not fear anything taking us out. We trust God, and we will trust God to the end. And the entrance of his word will help you to process what that looks like in your life. It's not an easy thing. To, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But the more it's developed, and the more convinced you become of it, then the fear of death has no authority over you. Hebrews 2 says that we, we once were in the bondage of being afraid of death, but now we've been liberated and set free. Go back and look at that passage in Hebrews 2. It's somewhere towards the end of the chapter in Hebrews 2. And, and look at what, what he says about the fear of death. That you're no more subject to that. Now we're subject to and we're connected to what Jesus Christ accomplished. We're so grateful and thankful for that. Can you say amen? So, as I read this last passage that I have today, and then I have just a couple other thoughts. As I read this last passage, here to me is the key to day-to-day -day sobriety in the Word. This is a key to staying sober and in the Word and not being distracted and lured away by all the natural reports. Like I said, be responsible. Do what needs to be done, but do not allow yourself to get so distracted that there's no faith in God's word. And this is how you do it. Here is the perfect example of how you do this on a day-to-day -day basis found in 1 Peter chapter 5, starting with verse 6. He said, therefore, humble yourself, this is how you humble yourself, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. How? Casting all of your care upon him, for he cares for you. How do you humble yourself? You, you walk in true humility by saying, okay, Lord, I heard that report. I know what they said here. I know what they're saying is going on here. I know what's happening here. But I cast the care of this over onto you. And Father, I thank you that, that, that I'm safe in your kingdom that I'm safe in your world. I thank you that I'm living in your world. Even though I'm living on planet Earth, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that there's symptoms and things going on around me, but I live in a safe place with you. And today, Father, I cast all the care of this over onto you. I'm saying that's, those are statements and things you need to say day to day, throughout the day, all the time. Because, because you're not just getting one little bitty report and another little report. Everywhere you go, that's all that's being talked about. You're being inundated with it. You must verbally 
cast every care upon the Lord. And what you're doing is you're saying, you're humbling yourself saying, Lord, I see all this, but I choose to believe you. And, and what happens when you go low, he takes you high. So you can, you can add to what going high is in any way you want to. As he takes you low, or as you choose to go low by casting every care and, and saying, I'm not going to be moved by these kind of things, then he begins to exalt you, use you, heal you, deliver you, set you free because your faith and confidence is in him. But you're walking around with all the care and the, this heavy load and kind of dragging it around all the time. And I mean, it's very tempting. And all of us could be in that same position if we don't choose to do this throughout every single day. Casting every care. Why? Watch what it says here. <clears throat> because he cares for you. I'll just say this. He's better at dealing with the care of it than you are. You're not good at it. But he's, he is because he's already taken care of it. Be sober. Be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. He's got a strategy coming at you, seeking to devour you. But do what? Resist him. By doing what? Casting every care. Bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Bringing every thought. No, 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 no. That says one thing, but the Word says this. That, that news report said this is happening, but the Word of God says this. I mean, you have to replace it. And when you do, it builds you. It builds your faith. It, it strengthens you. It, the, 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 the Word that you're declaring is medicine to your flesh. I don't know how. It just says it is. Like you would be taking something else I don't know how he said it is as I declare the word and believe it it's medicine to all my flesh I tell you what that's an amazing promise that's Proverbs 3 and verse 7 that is an amazing promise resist him steadfast in your unbelief Steadfast in your hoping. Steadfast in your full of fear belief. No, resist him steadfast in the faith of what? That what he said he can do, he can do. That's where your faith has to be. If God said it, then he'll do it. Amen? And, and people that are waiting around for Jesus to do it, they're waiting for something that's already been done. He's not coming down from the right hand of the Father to do anything. Now, he's empowered us. Same power that was in him that he did all the things that he did. Now, he's empowered us with the same spirit to do on planet earth what he did on earth so the things that are happening now part of your and my exaltation is that when you when you're walking by faith and you can be trusted god can use you to help other people i don't i don't want to just be part of the whole system out there and just spread fear everywhere i go right do you I don't want to encourage people about how, you know, it looks, it looks glim and bleak and it's getting worse and it's going to get worse and all these things are bad. No, I'm not going to be in denial over the things that I hear, but I'm not giving into it either. I'm not giving place to it either. 
And that's what you have to decide in your life. What am I going to do? Am I going to spend more time listening and meditating to the, on the things of God, or am I going to spend more time listening to all the bad reports out there? You know, in the back of your mind, ah, we'll get through it. Well, we're, we're getting through it. I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it because God's faithful to his word. You know, it didn't say, you know, you, you, so you're saying that, you know, nothing's going to hurt you and no, nothing's going to come. I didn't, the Bible doesn't say stuff doesn't come at us. But when it does, I've got the power to overcome. That's what I have. Not in pride. Not I'm better than someone else. I'm just talking about you and I have to believe the word. We have to trust in the word of God and not allow ourselves to get so inundated with what everybody else thinks and, and, and ignore and reject what God has said is so. Because it's there for us. And look at the end of this. He said, but may the God of grace who has called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a little while, He'll perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Is there a little bit of kind of suffering going on through this kind of thing? Absolutely. Absolutely there is. There's stuff going on. But he said, if you'll walk by faith, if you'll develop your faith through this situation right here, he said he'd do all these things. He said, I will perfect you, I will establish you, I will strengthen you. I will settle you. And I don't know about you, but that's some good news to me. Amen. Amen? That's what God is doing as we walk by faith and not be moved by what we see. Amen? <clears throat> just, just remember this as, as we close this. <clears throat> God has made a way where it seemed like there was no way. But the enemy constantly has a strategy to get you to believe that the way is the way of fear. Well, you know, everybody fears. Everybody has to fear. Even some people think just, you know, everybody's got to have a little fear because it's good for you. Not, in, not based on what the Word says. No fear. Everybody say no fear. No fear. We choose no fear. No fear in us in any way, shape, or form. But our head is full of all kinds of ideas, thoughts, and stuff that, is, that are before us all the time. That's why we have, to, we have to cast the cares verbally, day to day, so that we can believe what's been preached to us, what's down inside of us, what we've confessed, what we believe is so, so that we're not talked out of that, because the strategy of the enemy is to talk you out of what you really believe in your heart. I say we will not be talked out. Can you say amen? The strategy of the enemy is always to think in fear, not in faith. That's his strategy. And I'm declaring today that the strategy, every strategy of the enemy is spoiled in your life. Cut off, shut off, have no place and no, and no right to remain. Amen? <clears throat> Why? Because we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. I want you to know, and I've told you this many times in this last year, in 2019, I told you this. I pray for you every day, and I don't miss. I've already prayed for you this morning. Before the day's out, I'm going to pray for you again. 
And I'm telling you, the words that we pray do not return void, but they accomplish what we have set them out to accomplish. I'm telling you today, I mean it. Keep just doing what you're doing. Don't try to overdo anything. Don't try to think you've got to step your game up. If there's some area of your life you need to step up, step it up. But we're not stepping up just out of fear. We're stepping up because of our love for God. Amen? Being more like Him, living more in His kingdom, understanding Him in a greater way. And I promise you, we're getting through this. As a, as a, as a city, you know, as a church body, as a city, as a state, a nation, and a planet. We're getting through it. But we're walking through it by faith and not by what we see. Can you say amen to that? Father, I thank you today. Lord, it's just absolute privilege to preach your word to people that are here that want to hear and want, want to be a part of your kingdom and to advance your kingdom in a supernatural way. And today, Lord, I thank you, Father, for every fear, every attack of fear that has come and, and they'll continue to come. The thoughts of fear, the attacks of fear, they'll continue to come. But I thank you that the assignments are cut off from the people of Gates of the City. Those assignments are cut off in the name of Jesus. And the people of Gates of the City are rising up in faith and confidence and in the truth of your word. They're rising up and becoming in a greater way what you've called them to be and to see established in their lives and in all that they do around them. Father, we thank you for the days ahead that we hear your voice and we do the things that you tell us to do. I thank you today, Father, that your word is medicine to all of our flesh, that we're the healed in Christ Jesus. We honor you, we bless you today, Father, and we give you glory and praise. And everybody said amen and amen.